1: Welcome into DC On Screen episode 375. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, this, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. And this episode we are gonna get super spoilery on Supergirl 219, Alex. To recap, Maggie and Kara square off over the power of words versus fists as Alex is abducted by one of her old high school acquaintances who, it turns out, knows Supergirl's real identity and has been planning to leverage that to get his father released from prison. In the end, Alex nearly dies but holds on and Maggie and Kara realize that listening to each other makes them a pretty good team. Also, Rhea tries to trick Lena into helping her build teleportation portals. Lena easily deciphers her first trick, but gets taken in by the second and agrees to help build the portals. So.
2: Uh, can I do a uh, side note on this real quick? Sure. The CW app and, uh, you know, we have like a Roku thing in the living room um, that uh-huh. does, our, you know, the CW site is now playing Constantine ads finally. Oh. I had not seen that previous to exactly this episode of Supergirl I saw it a couple times later as I was going through the week but um
1: like Constantine as in the show that's on CWC yeah they're finally like advertising the fact okay. on
2: their app that they have this show on CWC
1: okay because if it was the the animated Constantine I'm like what what
2: no 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 they're actually they actually okay. cut a trailer for the season okay as they oh. had it like cut a new trailer. Cool. Yeah, they put some thought into it. I'm, I'm, I was happy. That's my side note. On to the episode. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. The um. I really enjoyed the. What do we even need police for in this town?
2: That first ep uh, The first part of the episode and all that.
1: Yeah, evidence disturbed by debris. Vigilante justice.
2: Uh. I had she I had
1: a supergirl sized hole in a landmark.
2: Yeah, I, I had two notes on that scene. Um. Well, three. Supergirl was kind of right. Like, Maggie might not have actually pulled it off. I mean, she was mm-hmm. close, and her instincts are probably good, but anything could have happened. Um, sure. That being said, the episode kind of explains why the rest of this is important, so, you know, no no point doing the rebuttal there. Uh, my big problem with the scene was if there's something called the Supergirl defense, why yeah. in the hell has someone not explained this to her already? Right. This is like an actual legal terminology that's happening, that's actively happening, and no one has told her about it except in an argument at a dinner party. This should be mm-hmm. something like the DEO is approaching her about in an actual briefing. That They call her and have her sit down and say, we have a thing, and there's, a, there's an agenda and like a bullet point system they're going to go over. Jason,
1: Jason, mm-hmm. they can't do that, man. Why? Because then Supergirl will get a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: <laughs> I mean... You see my point though, Dave. You see my point.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, my favorite yeah. favorite part about that? Did you notice when Monel walked out he had two slices of pizza in his hand?
1: Absolutely I did. I
2: laughed my ass up.
1: <laughs> I did too. I did too.
2: <laughs> it was Yeah, uh, I like that guy. But um can I say something about the, the episode as a whole? Um, sure. As it regards Maggie here. They screwed Maggie. Like, the, the character, I think they screwed her over a little. Because, look, she was the one stressing, use your words. Uh-huh. And then, even after they, like, it, it, she, like, Supergirl goes too far, uses her fists, cut like, cuts down the time they have. And then John mm-hmm. even, like, when, when Maggie, like, blasts her outside of the, uh, like, out in the hallway for fucking up, John, mm-hmm. like, even kind of comes to Kara's defense, like, oh, she was lashing out. No, she was right. And then <laughs> I mean like Kara was being like self-righteous and arrogant. Like the thing that we haven't liked about her this like back half of the season at least. Yes. And then um also
1: Kara. Yeah,
2: Kara too. And uh <laughs> You got to bring Cat in somewhere, right? Um but yeah, like uh and and in the end, like Supergirl's the one who gets to deliver the the, the big speech about, you know, how you really only you need your words. Mm-hmm. And it's after the the show makes Maggie betray her own philosophy that she was standing for in the beginning, like yeah. And then the 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 part that really made me mad though, the part where I was like, blah whoa whoa, 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 is af- when they're talking later. Like Maggie thanks her for reminding her. Yeah. Like Supergirl, there there should have been a moment where Kara got it right this time. Um, com- comes to Maggie and and just says you were right the whole time. I should have trusted you that that I didn't feel like that happened as much as it should have no
1: yeah. I mean well it, w- am I crazy or was that whole speech the one good thing in your life speech that car gave to dude's dad was that not a thing that could have happened at any point in the episode like shouldn't that have been like their first course of action is like hey let's go talk to this dick in prison and see if he will like tell his son to stop being a bigger dick
2: yeah yeah
1: Also, one good thing in your life, not really the dudes, like, kidnapped some woman
2: (laughs) and (laughs) holding her hostage. Yeah, like, if the dad turned and went, hey, the one good thing in my life is about to kill someone, so, um, why don't we just call me a washout, let that play out, and just go ahead and put me down. Yeah. Because apparently my DNA just needs to go to, go to bed.
1: That dude's a good actor, too. They underutilized
2: him. No, he was good. He really was. And uh, his his uh, son, whoever his he is as an actor, the, the Rick Melvin. Uh, Milvern, um, he was interesting. He was. He was pretty good. And he was good. He was, I, I thought it was a well-done guest part. Mm-hmm. Like, he went from, uh, in one scene, he went from, like, hugging his dad to playing poker in, you know, a few seconds mm-hmm. on screen, at least. I'm sure it's different shooting it. But still, it looked great on screen.
1: Yeah. I have a question. hmm why is Alex so desperate for Kara and Maggie to get along? Like, she's acting like they haven't in the past, and I haven't ever noticed a problem with that.
2: Um, They have gotten along in the past, but apparently there's this thing that's been building uh, for the length of this episode.
1: Yeah, for the length of this episode. Yeah, but, where they're, they're not know, maybe Kyler getting Lee. along
2: in the extra-legal kind of categories. <laughs> Now, yeah. I mean, as far as why she's so desperate, yeah, dude, it's it's your family and the one you love. You well, always yeah, want them to get together behind that, but
1: but you know, absolutely. But it, they didn't the way like she build up it to it is... over
2: several episodes. It's just a thing happened at the beginning of yeah. this episode.
1: But they they played it like it had been building up for several episodes.
2: Well, and um, same time, like when Maggie does her little speech at the dinner table and has her freak out, she explains it as though this is something she's been thinking of for a while and hasn't mm-hmm. brought up which yeah, i can buy i mean i can buy it
1: yeah maybe with uh maybe with um alex maybe she's talked to alex about it
2: that being said oh by the way can i just point out that alex is a badass absolutely jeez man i like, i am i actually own a couple leather belts and uh-huh. i've i've never thought about it like i, I genuinely i generally do just wear leather belts i will never not wear a leather belt now Okay. After seeing how useful they can possibly be in a hostage situation. <laughs> right? It's been an accident I, well, I before, am- but now it's going to be a very specific thing I do.
1: What I thought was amazing was that the guy that kidnapped her knew she was going to dig that implant out of her shoulder. <laughs> he had well, he a contingency for every little thing.
2: I thought about that, though. For like, He didn't necessarily have to have a contingency for that. What he had to have a contingency plan for was that if she got it activated at all, it would reroute the uh-huh. IP address. And he, kept, he said, like, three or four times, I've been planning this for a year. And honestly, uh-huh. if you gave me your plan, I, I think that's something I would think of. That if in any you way if she be? manages to get a signal out, it will reroute the signal. I would think of that. Okay. I really do think I'd think of that in a year.
1: All right. You think it's just, like, you know, some script firing somewhere just kind of sets it
2: off? Some what kind
1: some script firing oh, somewhere Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. No, I would I like uh, it's it's right. a it's an IP signal. It ha, or it's a, it's a wireless signal. It has to actually route through something. So I would have I would have the router just reroute itself. Like you'd get a, you get know, a VPN just toss it on the outside. Fine.
1: Yeah. Well, they were pretty much watching her most of the time on the little laptop, right? So he's just like sitting there with they didn't even check his pocket. He's got a little gadget controlling <laughs> things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
2: I Oh, but uh, uh. Just, I gotta give her badass <laughs> awards for, if nothing else, the I think the most like kind of damn with four A's moment I may have seen on this show so far is her cutting her shoulder with a credit card. Uh huh. I mean, I almost slow clapped watching it.
1: I even liked the bit with the with the pants using her pants to. uh, I don't know. That was... As a flotation device that's, slash grabbing air that's to a, breathe in. Uh,
2: that's a technique, though, that I've heard about recently on small planes where, like, you don't have the uh, the normal apparata. Um, uh-huh. for, like, the normal, like, your seat's a flotation device in the event of a... Like, apparently, if you go down, that's what you do. You pull your pants off, you, you flap them around to, to get air in them, and then you use that as, like, a makeshift uh, floating device. Mm-hmm. And then in her case, she pulled air out of it which makes no sense cuz that would have been carbon dioxide she was pulling out of her little pants but whatever.
1: Mhm. <laughs> well, she did, to to be fair, she didn't last very long. She like,
2: she did. She, she didn't.
1: It's like she tried to use the air and then went, "Oh, this isn't the right kind of air." And then she passed out. <laughs> I mean, like immediately.
2: I mean, <laughs> if you gave me the choice between carbon dioxide and water, yeah. Sure. I think that H and that C makes a huge difference in that in that empirical formula.
1: Mhm. So, um I kind of, I wish they had gone deeper into the, um, Supergirl defense stuff. I liked all of the stuff they mentioned, uh, the evidence being disturbed by debris, et cetera, et cetera. I, I think I'd be interested. And hopefully with James, uh, they'll get get deeper into vigilante justice on, on this earth and we'll hear more about it. Um, but then that's just me and I liked BVS. So, you know, Hey, um, yeah, right. But, um,
2: I, I do hope that's I, I something am, to a little bit. It's a, it's always a concept mm-hmm. that's cool when you explore, like, the vigilante injustice side of any of this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's going to be ever a moral quandary w- or consequences for um, all the mind-wiping. Nah. Because they just wipe that dude's mind. Nah. That doesn't seem right, and there was there was a there was co- there were consequences for it in like identity crisis. Like they've done some really cool they have in comics I,
2: in the comics. They've definitely done it. like um, Batman did not enjoy realizing he had been wiped at one point. Did you say wiped, sorry, oh. did I say miked? Anyway, um,
1: yeah, My, mind wiped. I liked it. Mike, I've just
2: went on straight to miked. Yeah, <laughs> cut out the middleman. I don't need you. Um. I'm bl- <laughs>
1: No James in this episode, though.
2: No, no James, but I did see the promo for the next episode, and you will, you will get to see him again. He's suiting up, you get to mm-hmm. see the uh, shill mm-hmm. come out and everything. But um, what did you think of Lena and Rhea's thing, just to um, wrap up the subplot here?
1: I thought it was funny that, um, you know, she said, thank the gods, and Lena's like, hmm, hmm, alien. But, like, seeing Supergirl and Kara and not being able to figure out that one of them's got glasses and one of them doesn't, that's the only re- difference, That do- that bothers me. That no, one, like, mm-hmm. that one
2: does. That one bothers me a little, mm-hmm. but you know, some people are more visual and some people are more um, uh, linguistic creatures. And I, it, I, it I like the fact that the, like um, Ray like it was the thinks th- it was the think the gods wasn't it? Yeah, it was the, think
1: the Gods. Yeah. I always like no like Superman, Supergirl. That's the, I always I always think of that old SNL bit where just very obvious Bill Murray is Superman. Mm-hmm. Like at the superhero party with the Hulk and Ant Man and everybody, and he keeps like jumping out the window and coming back as Clark, and they're like, "Where did Superman go?" And he's like, "Oh, I just saw him." Uh...
2: <laughs> That's old school.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, then he like, co- I think he comes back with like part of the the costume showing, and they're like, "Hey, Clark Kent, is Superman?" He's like, "Damn it!"
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had one last thing um, on on this now. Yeah, well, two, I guess. Uh, one, it was just cool that they got to use the the footage from when she was a teenager again and like make it integrated into the story. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But that
1: was cool. I did like that. Yeah. I, I, I
2: dug it. But um, like Lena calls her and she doesn't have time for her and she wants some advice. And then later she calls back and she's like, "Oh, I'm good. I I, I sorted it out." And she's a, and we're we're led to believe that she because she couldn't get in touch with Kara she made the bad decision to line up with, with Rhea. Mm-hmm. But have you seen the advice? Like, Car has been given the last, you know, several... <laughs> I have no reason to believe that anything would be different right now if she had answered that phone and been like, I'm going to focus on you for a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and real quick, my favorite line from when, as often. Um, oh, you do not get to talk to her.
1: I didn't like that line.
2: I just did, and it's just because of the way the guy delivers it, man.
1: I didn't last <laughs> precisely why I didn't like it.
2: He, I I, there was a fierceness to it. Like he would have, he, he looked like he was ready to punch that guy with the tablet. Yeah, smack that tablet over his head.
1: Yeah, that's a good word for it, fierce. Because I imagine Win at that moment going fierce.
2: <laughs> he can actually pull it off, though. You know he can.
1: <laughs> like I, you I know, like he can be like, like in,
2: not quite intimidating, but brave as hell when he needs to. Like you remember season one yes. when when Kara's about to go off the rails, like he's the one guy who stands in front of her and says, "You're screwing yeah. up," and like he yeah. he knows exactly what she's capable of, but he literally steps in front of this demigod and says, "You are screwing up." Like it, it, we've always respected yeah. the fact that Win is brave, stupidly brave, but brave.
1: Yeah, I just you know I thought it was corny. That's it.
2: Oh, I just liked it.
1: That's fine. You are free to be wrong, sir. That's got to do it for this episode.
2: <laughs> oh, hosting has its benefits, doesn't it? You get to have the last word by just introducing the uh the, the out, outro to the episode.
1: You would think. Yeah. You would think, but I just did a DCEU episode with Matt Carroll that would seem to suggest otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> dc on screen <laughs> you can find every episode for free at dc on com. you can uh contact us dc on screen uh one word over on twitter or facebook we're on instagram too i don't know if you care about that but it's kind of fun sometimes um pictures pictures y'all and that's a, extremely helpful uh for people on twitter who apparently imagine that i look like chris farley um, <laughs>
2: Never thought that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, they, they, he's imagining. I don't. Ah, he said.
2: Okay. Uh, <laughs> that would be so, fun to have people draw us without ever having seen us.
1: It would, but you know, I feel like we're out there a lot, so I don't know. Anyway, uh, proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, Giant Size Team Up dot com, and um, we're going to be coming right back with a re- recap and review of Flash three twenty. I know who you are.
2: And, and we do. Uh,
1: until then. And we do. <laughs> so, until then, guys, keep some DC on your screen.
2: Now, more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Visit FergusonShowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Quartz Lux Undermount Kitchen Sink from LK.
0: Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.